Hello and welcome. We start in Sudan, where more than two dozen countries have been evacuating their citizens from the capital Khartoum as fighting between two rival armed groups continues. This was French nationals leaving earlier. Most of those being evacuated are diplomats and their families. Spain, Germany and Italy are among other countries still evacuating people. The US and UK have already flown diplomats out, as well as Canada. Uh, its Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, tweeted uh, that Canadian officials in nearby countries have also been mobilised to help. He says they're stationed in nearby Djibouti, which has European and American military bases. Well, Sudan's army has been fighting a rival paramilitary group, the RSF, for more than a week now. And this is what Khartoum looks like right now. And while foreign nationals are airlifted out, Sudan's civilians remain trapped in the fighting. And the violence has worsened its already desperate humanitarian crisis. Here's one journalist in Khartoum. We, we are suffering of lack of food, lack of uh, uh, electricity, lack of water. We do not have electricity for three days now, and also we do not have uh, uh, access to water since last Saturday. Uh, but we are drinking from wells here in Khartoum. And situation is still bad. Let's speak to our correspondent, Maini Jones, who's in Lagos for us. Maini, we're hearing there the people are drinking from wells. It's no surprise people want to leave. How are the precarious evacuations going? Yes, yeah, so with I spoke to uh, a few foreign nationals who are still in Sudan, caught up in the fighting. And even as I was interviewing them, you could hear the sound of gunfire and shelling behind them. And lots of people telling me that they're desperate to get out at this point, both foreigners and nationals. Uh, lots of reports of people um, hiring buses themselves and uh, deciding to drive up north to the border with Egypt. Uh, other countries, including uh, Spain, Italy, Germany, uh, have started evacuating their citizens. Uh, as you mentioned in your introduction, the UK and the US have evacuated diplomats. The British government says that's because they were under direct threat, but that they will continue to uh, provide assistance to British citizens still stuck in the fighting uh, from abroad. Whereabouts is the fiercest fighting taking place and, and, and how widespread is it? So at the moment, we're getting reports of intense fighting in the capital, Khartoum. Uh, both the RSF and the Sudanese military really want to seize control of the capital. In a symbolic way, really, it would uh, emphasize that they dominate uh, the country. But there is fighting also in the twin city of Omdurman, uh, which is about 45 minutes drive from Khartoum. Lots of reports of uh, heavy gunfire all day yesterday and overnight. Um, and then other regions like Darfur, there's reports of um, looting there. A uh, lot of RSF fighters who are from the region are reportedly uh, roaming the streets uh, and their supporters, uh, one person I spoke to said, have been emboldened by uh, their fight against the Sudanese army. With the fighting as you describe it, it's presumably very difficult to get humanitarian aid in. Yeah, I mean, one diplomatic source has described this whole evacuation uh, mission as one of the hardest um, that they've ever had to deal with. And that's because the situation is so fluid, even when they've been caused to ceasefire. 
it's not clear if either general fully has any control of their forces because not everybody has followed them. And the country is also surrounded by a number of other countries that are currently going through conflicts, including Ethiopia, Eritrea, Central African Republic. So this is an incredibly volatile region. And the fear for many analysts, many commentators, is that if this conflict is to last any longer, it could drag the rest of the region further down into insecurity, instability, and a humanitarian crisis. Because of that instability, many are calling for a ceasefire. Um, what would be one route to resolving this crisis? I think that that's what makes this conflict particularly unique. In the past, African leaders have been able to go uh, to countries like uh, Ethiopia to try and mediate between the two different parties. In this particular instance, they're struggling, even heads of state are struggling to get in themselves. Uh, a couple of missions by regional heads of state that were supposed to take place last week had to be aborted because they simply couldn't get in. And at the moment, as I've said, all of the ceasefires that have been called haven't been abided by. So uh, the U.S. says that they're talking to both sides, they're trying to mediate between them. But at the moment, it doesn't seem like either one of these generals wants to listen. All right, Miami Jones in Lagos there. Thank you very much uh, giving us the latest on uh, the situation in Sudan, of course.